This podcast contains opinions that may differ from yours. If you would like to share your own opinions, we ask that you behave like an adult. Your opinion matters, but your poor attitude is not welcome. Hello. Hi. Look at you in your box. <laughs> in my box. In your box. My boxy box. <laughs> in me box. Oh my gosh. My fucking... So much better than the blanket you would throw over your head. Dude, I can move. Look at this. I, look I at, know. Look at I can move insane. from side to side. <laughs> <laughs> that is insane. Oh my gosh, that's <sighs> great. I was going to sing a song about it being a long time coming, but <laughs> I uh, don't know one, so. <laughs> oh my goodness. It looks good, though. I know. I love it so much. I love my pretty lights. Oh, yeah. and Mike and Mike got me this cute little cup. Oh, <laughs> isn't that nice. so cute? It's I super love it. cute. Oh I feel gosh. like we already started recording, so we're just gonna roll with it. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Did you notice too? I got my little, I got my pop filter. Oh, on I there. did, I so. did. So you can't hear me do my. Why is this not letting me fucking open? Delete draft. Okay. Open. I swear to God, one of these days. One of these days. One of these days we're going to start when we say. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah. Episode six. six. I can count. Yep. Numbers. Numbers. Oh, so I, I, I have a new recording box, as Amanda so nicely pointed out. It's mm-hmm. like literally three foot by four foot. <laughs> It's awesome. And it's like three feet high. And I've got a boom arm and I've got these fucking gorgeous lights. And I love it. I have like a table in front of me. This is crazy. I love it. I love it so this, much. It makes well, me so Well, it's happy. so nice. You don't have to be all hunched over and yeah. Oh, my God. And like I would come out of my little shoebox of a recording studio <laughs> set up and I was like the hunchback I was like oh my neck everything hurts and I'm dying well and yeah. you had like a blanket right on top of you so you were always warm yeah. too yeah that I mean I'm probably gonna be warm in here too I have a fan but it's not as quiet as I wanted it to be right so but if still. I have to use it yeah we will see and I can mm-hmm. move my head around yes you can I, just, I love it's it weird so so much. <laughs> so this is the first in a series of recordings. So mm-hmm. we will talk about our week briefly, but in the next like six episodes, we probably will not talk much about ourselves because there's really only so much we can talk about in right. a four day span. So we'll see how that goes. Right. I don't Oh shizzle. I don't think I have anything to really even talk about. You dyed your hair blue. Well, I did. You like it or no? Mm -hmm. It's fun. It's fun, isn't it? I do. I like it. I like it a lot. Working my way around that than I like it better than the purple. Really? I'm not a a purple fan. Uh, I'm usually not either. I was just worried how this blue was going to be but i went with like the turquoise color so it's definitely not like uh-huh. a midnight blue and yeah it's, and 
I still had the purple in, so you see strips of purple in it, so it actually looks kind of cool. I'm like, oh, I have like, mermaid hair. Like dimensional, <laughs> yes. Yes? Yes. So it's I am kid-free for a week. Whoop, whoop. And I, I think I've realized that I'm more, like, chronically depressed than I, oh, chronically depressed than I care to admit. I think that I tell myself that I'm not depressed, but it's not like the, I mean... I think it's a, a combination of my life sucks and I just have a chemical imbalance that I ignore. Mm. So I'm like, I what are we, day five? Yeah, we're like day five of no kids and I still haven't cleaned the house at all. Yeah, well, you're also no kid, so you kind of just want to chill because you can chill. Yeah, and it's so, not really getting any messier than it was right, when they no. left. So, no. Yeah. Well, and I mean, since you're on the topic of depression and whatnot, so I was started on some Abilify to go with my Effexor to hopefully stabilize my moods just because I'm always so irritated and agitated and shit. So I just started that today. So we'll see how that goes. Well, that's so. good. Yeah. Mike told me, he said, why don't you go and get medicine? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Fine. well i've been on i've been on this effectser for a long long time and you know for me these type of meds always end up just stop working you know after being on them for so long and so we didn't want to really stop it because of course stopping the meds is horrible too so we decided to throw in the abilify on top of it because it supposed to help and my aunt is on that as well so we'll see what happens but I'm hoping because it's not even so much like depression where I just like don't do anything it's just the irritable you know yeah so. yeah I'm not really irritable I just have like no I have no desire to do anything right I don't even want to like I don't I don't even want to like clear the table off like I'm just like I would love to just be able to sleep for, like, a month. That'd be great. Oh, my God. Yes, please. Please, please. Mm-hmm. So, this week, I'm, like, really excited to, for all of these recordings, all these episodes <laughs> that we're about to do. But, and honestly, I don't even know why I'm that excited about this one in particular. I just... Really? I don't know. I'm just pumped about it. I don't know. Okay. Because it's not really like the great, it's not like the greatest episode in the world. You guys aren't going to be like blown away, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm ready for it. So <laughs> let's, let's a fucking do it. Okay. What are we talking about, yo? First, you heard about the Naya. Is her last name Rivera or Rivera? Oh, yeah, yeah. Glee Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Santana I had, Lopez. I had no idea who she was before she went missing. Did you? Uh-huh. I, I love Glee. Okay, I've never watched it. Never. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I think I've watched, like, the first episode. Oh, my gosh. I actually just started rewatching it again. Like, Did you? I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just so Fan funny. Fangirl for me. Like, what is it about? Like, what? Uh, what's the whole... Why does everybody love it so much? Uh, I think it's just, you know, a lot of the uh, humor, you know, the under humor that goes over kids' head kind of humor and stuff. And plus, they, okay. I mean, the singing and stuff is really fun. And, you know, they address a lot of topics like um, one of the characters, well, two, three, three of them, which actually Naya Rivera is one of them. She is like bisexual. Then there's a gay guy. Okay, and yep. 
the other bisexual girl is a cheerleader also, and they get together. They confess, you know, profess their love for each other, whatever. But just a whole okay. bunch of, like, typical high school crap. You know, there's bullies and I don't know. It, But it's hilarious. The humor is freaking amazing. So I loved it. Okay. Well, and plus, I mean, I'm a sucker for musical someday. things. So. Yeah, I think that's why I don't really like I like musicals. Don't get me wrong. I, I love a good musical. But um, I think what didn't really catch me was the um, the high schoolness of it and mm. the theater kidness of it. I mm-hmm. I have I, I, you're all a lot of you are going to get offended by this, but I loathe theater kids. <laughs> like I there's a, there's a certain type of theater kid, though, like. Mm-hmm. The one that you know is never going to amount to anything. Oh yeah. Like they're just they they're not really great actors, but they are loud and obnoxious yep. and they want all the attention to be on them. They drive me fucking insane. I dealt mm-hmm. with them when I was in high school and I just could not See the drama them. Drama club and theater and stuff. I mean, there was a lot of kids that did it at our school, but I mean, it was definitely not a big thing. I, um, our school was totally sports central, so you know, right? Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of kids that did it in our school too, and they were just all a bunch of just so full of themselves. Uh-huh. And I think that because of the type of theater kids that I grew up around. It's like giving me a really bad taste in my mouth for like mm-hmm. all of them. I think I think if you gave it a couple episodes, you would like it. I might give it a try. I'm definitely gonna like it a lot better than Monty Python. That's for goddamn sure. Did you watch it? Did I you? watched like. Don't even I tell me you I didn't like, watch it all. I think I got like forty minutes into it, and I literally was like, I looked down the hall at Mike. <laughs> And I was like, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Bring out and your he dad. Was like, there was like, yeah, I la- I chuckled at a couple parts. Like the. Um, the guys with the coconuts the, with the horses. The guys with the, like, yeah, when when the very first scene. Well, okay, so this is, this is not going to end up in the Patreon because the, I did not finish this movie and I will not finish this movie. I need you all to know. <laughs> I am never trying that again. So when it started, uh, like the the opening credits and mm-hmm. the, the subtitles, the subtitles threw me off and Mike thought it was the funniest thing ever. But like, <laughs> I fucking hate this humor. I didn't really find it funny. But so when it started the subtitles, I was like, wait, why are these subtitles in German? That's not German. That's just American with weird letters in it. <laughs> And then, or English, why did I say You that? just That's said just American. With, I said American. What the fuck is wrong with me? That's just English. <laughs> That's just English with weird letters oh, in it. Shit. And then it started talking about the moose. And I was like, and I had kept, I kept, and Mike was like down the hall with the door open playing his video game. So I kept like yelling at him like, what the fuck is this? Is this supposed to be on here? And he was like, just wait, yeah. you'll get it. And he kept looking down the hallway at me and I was just looking at it like, what? You're just confused as shit. And then when it started to like put the big long paragraph mm-hmm. of like the story of the moose, I was just like, this is dumb. And he was like, <laughs> he was laughing because he remembers it. And he's like, you don't find it funny? And I was like, 
no. I, I'm like <laughs> genuinely annoyed that anybody would think this was funny. Oh my like, gosh, you cracked I don't get it. So then when the finally the fucking credits were over. I fast forwarded through half of them because I was like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not going to sit here and read this bullshit. <sighs> so then <laughs> it got to the scene where they were coming up over the hill, the very first scene, and yeah. the, the, the coconuts. Yep. And I was listening to it and I was like, hold on. I'm a logical person. So I hear the hoof, the hooves coming. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a grassy covered hill. Uh huh. Why are there hoof <laughs> sounds coming? <laughs> and like that was one of, that was one of the moments that I laughed when he came over the hill and you saw mm-hmm. the like moron behind him with the fucking yep. coconuts. And then um the bring out your dead part <laughs> when the guy was trying to put the put his like father-in-law or whatever or the old yeah. guy in the thing and he was still alive he's like i'm not dead i'm still i want to i get let me go that i laughed at that part that was funny um but other than that like i i can see why certain people find it funny Mm -hmm. but i honestly didn't think that you were gonna like it so i wasn't i did not have high hopes for it it was terrible, and any I, I'm sorry, Amanda, but anybody that says that that is a good movie is a fucking oh, moron. Hold on, okay, I don't say it's good, but it it cracks me up. So I just I'm too logical. I'm constantly like when they were doing the fight, like the knight and the guy, they were yep. fighting, and he chopped all of his arms and legs yeah. off. I was like. I literally just sat there and was like, okay. Oh, my God. And there were a few times that Mike looked looked down the hallway at me, and I was just sitting there staring at the TV like this. (laughs) And then he'd start laughing because he was like, your fucking face. (laughs) Well, seriously. I I kept getting up to do other things because I was just not entertained whatsoever, and I ended up just turning it off. So eh, no worries. I did not think that you fail. were going to dig on it. So no, no not all at all. Right. So, so what's the anyways, next one going to be? I don't know yet. You have to give me one, I guess. We'll see. Okay. All right. Anyways. All right. So Naya. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had no idea who she was before she mm-hmm. went missing. And when she went missing, my first thought was, Honestly, it was just okay. So a celebrity goes missing, mm-hmm. and I and it was right after Fourth of July. Yeah, and my husband's one of my husband's bosses had actually drowned that weekend. Oh yeah, and yeah, yes, you told me about this. Yeah, um, yeah, he had just bought jet skis and they were tied to the dock, and his girlfriend looked over and was like, oh, my God, the jet skis are floating away, or one of the jet skis were. Mm-hmm. And he just jumped into the lake and swam after it to go get it. And she said she turned around to do something, and she turned back around, and he was just gone. So, so just baffles me. don't remember if they – I don't remember if they did find cause of death for him. But I'm assuming it was either a heart attack or, like, a leg cramp, which is what I think happened with Naya. Well, I mean – you know, so uh, Nolan's dad, um, his cousin drowned um, Memorial Weekend a few years ago, 
And what what they guess happened is because it was still pretty cool that year on Memorial Weekend. And what they guess is the water was just too cold and it shocked her system. And that's Mm. what happened because then her brother had jumped in. And this was the same thing. Her kids were on the boat, saw it happen, you know, kind of thing. And her brother jumped in and then he started going under. So they had to throw a ring out for him because it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. See, I just... So yeah, when when it was announced that she was missing, and I was I was kind of bitter about the fact that there were a lot of people that went missing and a lot of people mm-hmm. that died over the weekend, mm-hmm. and she was getting so much right press. Mm-hmm. So that was my initial reaction, and then I followed it. Yeah, and I had this thought, um, that like all celebrity aside, it was probably the worst death of that week weekend solely because I cannot get over the fact that not only was her son on the boat alone for a few hours, four hours, Mm -hmm. but thinking about what was going through her mind as she tossed her four-year-old child onto the boat and then knew she was dying Mm-hmm. And knew her son was going to be alone for however long. Mm-hmm. Like, having those thoughts go through your head as a parent, I can't even imagine the Mm-mm. fear that she was feeling in that moment. And that's what no. gets me about the whole thing. Just well, you know, absolutely she absolutely horrible. You know she's the third member of that cast to die. Yeah. Yeah. I, I said they're But cursed. how long has it been over? What a uh, couple years, I think. Just a well, a few years. years a few, well, a few years, because I know. So the one guy uh, committed suicide, and he was actually uh, uh-huh. engaged to Leah Michelle, I think is her name. And then the other was guy, it Cody, Corey, then, Corey Monti, Manti he or was something. Engaged. He was to engaged the, to the girl who plays Rachel Berry in the show. Oh, I thought she, I thought he was gay. No, 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 no. There is, is it? No, no. Oh. They were engaged in real life. Um, but then oh. the, the real it ended Mon- in 2015, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, ago. it's not. I mean, and three deaths within that span. I mean, for these young yeah. people, which I mean, I get it. I know the one. You know, he was a suicide, and then I think the other guy. You know, he was one of the macho dudes on there, but he had gotten arrested for I think some child pornography stuff, and then mm. I think he killed himself too. So, Naya Rivera, Corey Monteith, and Mark Salling. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's sad, man. I remember that guy. Which one? Uh, The Mark guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the guy who plays the bully, kind of. Why did I think that Corey was gay? I don't know. No, but he, yeah, he was engaged to the girl who played the lead. I I know who Leah Michelle is. Yeah. She's probably the only one. Her and Corey were probably the only ones that I, like, really knew of. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's just so sad, man. Like, that cast. Yeah, it's that... almost, it reminds me of the cast of Poltergeist, how they were cursed, too. Were they? What happened with that? Dude, well, that girl who played Carol Ann, you know, the little girl, blonde girl, died young. Like Did she? Yes. Like, hold on here. Shit. Now I'm going to Google this and sh- read this yeah. to you. So. Google it. Let's see. Okay. 
Poltergeist Curse. So the Poltergeist Curse is a rumored curse attached to the Poltergeist trilogy and its crew derived from the deaths of two young cast members in the six years between the releases of the first and the third films. So, yeah. So anyway, I mean, it's just crazy to me that three of these people within the span of five years are gone. Yeah. Yeah, I so. think hers is, is by far the most tragic, though. It's, it's just... Oh, well, yeah. It's... I mean, I would say... I would almost say that in terms of celebrity deaths that it affected me the most, hers is probably almost a tie with Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. But well, I see, don't think it's quite as up there, but it's still... Well, it's and you know, one. right right now it's anniversaries of you know chris cornell chester bennington uh-huh. all that and you know see mm-hmm. i i uh you know i like movies and stuff but music is is my jam you know i i'm big into music yeah. so especially you know when someone like chris cornell who he's just got such raw talent and yeah it's it <sighs> baffles me. not to get like sad and depressing it it it's kind of crazy to think that all of the celebrities that we look up to and follow mm-hmm. at some point are going to die. We're going to oh, see yeah. their deaths on our screens. You know, yep. it's like, I I, I don't know what I'm going to do when Posty dies. Yeah. Oh, God. I think that's going to be the end of it. That's just going to be the end of it for me. He's gone. I'm going to have to leave, too. I can't. I physically cannot inhabit a world without without posty Posty. (laughs) as soon as his soul leaves this plane i will just become deceased on the inside i was listening to his music all morning and i was trying to like get myself all pumped up for the day and i mean it didn't really work but i just love him so much like he's just (sighs) well so if you're out there i know if you're out there but I will give up everything for you. Oh, my God. If you can hear me. Oh, God. You are a dork. So, He'll hear me. He'll know. Well, so so I'm, li- I'm reading this stuff on these Glee stars deaths. I'm sorry. You're a doofus. I would die. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I'd fucking die. That'd be amazing. <laughs> So, oh my god. So that Corey guy, uh he he died still while the show was filming because he died in 2013. That's right. He did. I remember that they had to figure out a way to get rid of his character on yes. the show. Yep, and so he I was found that. that was a while he ago. He was found dead in his hotel room from a mixed drug toxicity involving heroin and alcohol. And then the other guy that Mark Salling, you know, he hung himself in the woods weeks before he was due to be jailed for possession of 50,000 child abuse images. I remember that one, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So and then, of course, you know, we have Naya and I agree. Hers is to me is the most tragic. Out of all of them. I mean, I've been touched by suicide multiple times. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I think a lot of people struggle with. Um like being sad about and being mad about Mm -hmm. so you know i think that it's one of those you know do you feel bad or do you feel mad or do you just feel indifferent because it wasn't your life right to to be worried about you know like how do you 
But I think that just out of the three, yeah, Naya's is the most tragic. I mean, Naya left behind a a little boy. And then I also did want to bring up um, something that I discovered while I was uh, researching her and just kind of reading on who she is and, you know, like, obviously her son has a father and I wanted to know, is he in her life? And um, I found out that a few years ago when she was still married to his father, she Mm -hmm. had actually gotten like belligerent with him and hit him and he called the police. Do you know about this? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not bringing this up to like slander Naya by any means because I've been there and that's exactly why I wanted to bring this up that her, excuse me, her situation, it happened in California. Mm-hmm. Mine happened in Michigan. So almost the exact same thing. Naya got mad at her husband, uh, lashed out at him physically. Yeah. He called the police, um, had her arrested. I got mad at my husband, lashed out at him physically. Now, mm-hmm. the difference here is that Naya actually made physical contact and actually mm-hmm. hit him. I didn't make physical contact. I, like, didn't even hit his person. I hit something in his hand. Uh-huh. He called the police, and they arrested me. Now, and that night that I was being arrested, they Mike said he, di- he did not want me arrested. He said, I don't want her arrested. I just want her to have to leave for the night. Right. Um, you know, she just needs to calm down, but they insisted that they were going to arrest me. So they arrested me, and they ended up pressing charges against me. The state of Michigan really? pressed charges against me for domestic violence. Yes. Mike showed up at the jail the next morning to get me out, and they told him because the state of Michigan had put a restraining order against me and him. They told him that if he didn't leave the premises, they would have to arrest him as in being in violation of the restraining order. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually arraigned, released on a PR bond, which is personal recognizance, meaning that I'm yep. they're basically just trusting that I'm going to be a good person. I was initially told that I could see my children. And then later I was told that I could not see my children. I could not go to my home. I could not get any of my belongings. I could not contact my husband. And in the meantime, my husband, who was a very impressionable person, was told by all of his piece of shit friends that he needed to divorce me. So he started divorce proceedings. Yeah. Mm. All in the span of two weeks. That's insane. Now, over in California, around the same time that this was happening, Naya is arrested and released the next day because her husband did not want to press charges. Well, I'm not mad that she was released and that she was right. able to get away and, and not have to deal with it. I'm mad that I... What the fuck? Like, why? Well, well right. I, I mean... I hate this country. I legitimately fucking hate this country. Like, my kids are still, well, Oliver's not so much, but Michael is still traumatized by this. Like, he seriously is worried that I'm going to be taken to jail. And that's sad, man. You can't do that. Yeah. Like. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the reason that the magistrate said that I couldn't go home was because my children were home. But when I finally got to talk to an actual judge... Mm-hmm. He was like, the children were not involved. Yeah, you were uh, and I said, out no, with the kids. They were, no, I said, no, they were in their beds asleep. They had no idea that their father and I were arguing. 
And he was like, I see no reason why you aren't allowed to go back to your home. Yeah. I ended up having to plead guilty to disturbing the peace. I did Seriously? a year, a fucking, yeah, a fucking year of probation. And I was um, ordered to a whole, like a, a anger management class. What? I ended up paying like $1,500 in fees and fines. Yeah. And that's such yep. bullshit because like, like, you know, I think we've talked about this before with the justice system. It's, you know, it's always, uh, you know, people who, you know, it, the people who are having the hardest time, you know, in their lives, who are struggling, and then da 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 da, and da 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 da, and then they have mm-hmm. this kind of shit happen to them, and it's like, how do you expect them to dig themselves out now that you just put them further in this hole? You know, exactly. I mean, that's the same thing with Nolan's dad. You know, like I get it. So, long story short, his ex-wife had no had an affair, ended up divorcing him and marrying this guy, which they're all fine now, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a temper, so when he found out, he saw them in a truck together and pulled out in front of them and pulled the guy out and beat the shit out of him and yada, yada, yada. Oh, good. But anyway, Great. Well, that, but then he was, you know, upset, so he had gotten drunk and they caught, gave him, he got like three DUIs because oh, of all this. So anyway, uh, suspended his license, obviously. So, um... He still was, so every time he had to go somewhere, he needed a job, but we didn't live in a city for busing for him to get something, you know, whatever. So he would have to drive while he got pulled over who knows how many times for driving on a suspended because he can't, couldn't afford the like $9,000 in fees. Right. But I also like wonder when you're on, like, I, I don't get pulled over like ever. Like how bad of a driver do you have to be to be pulled over that often? Well, but that's the thing is it was always, it always ended up being something stupid like a busted taillight or something. Yeah. And then that's yeah. when they'd be like, oh, license and registration, please. And so, I mean, but I'm like, dude, but he needed to have a job, but he couldn't drive because we couldn't afford to pay the fees to get his right (laughs) the fuck do you expect people to do you take their fucking license away that's like in california do you know that if you don't pay your child support you'll have your license taken away oh they can do that here too i think who does that benefit oh that that doesn't benefit anybody you're you're behind on your child support because you can't afford it i mean that's normally the excuse so we'll go with that. Let's, so you're behind on your child support because you can't afford it and then you lose your license and now you can't go to work and you can't pay you still can't pay the child support and you're getting more and more behind on the child support it just doesn't fucking make any sense it makes no sense and then and while we're on this topic the other fucked up thing about this country and i don't Uh know if this goes for any other country but when you have bad credit it generally means that you can't pay your debt it means that something happened in your life i don't know a single fucking person who takes credit out with the intention of not paying it Right. Like, I mean, I'm sure that there are some assholes out there that think it's funny, whatever. But as adults, we collectively understand that our credit score has a huge impact on our lives and what we can and cannot do. So, hey, you're talking to someone who's had to file bankruptcy. So, oh, I have too. Yeah. Why 
how, why is it that because my credit score is less than ideal, I get a fucking 24% interest rate on my yeah. car loan? What yeah, sense does that make? I'm struggling zero. financially, so you're going to charge me more fucking money? Yep, because you're considered a high-risk loan. A high-risk? High, you're making me more high-risk. Yes. If you want to make this easier on me, lower the fucking interest rate and I'll be more likely to pay it. Yeah, and shit, I might even be able to pay it off before, you know, early. Right? I mean, but if you're going to, like, yeah, the interest rates on is is absolutely asinine. I do not understand it's it. It's fucking horrifying. And then they also, in Michigan, I don't know about other states, but in the state of Michigan specifically, they can use your credit score against you on your insurance rates. Yep. My insurance rates are fucking obnoxious. How much do you pay for car insurance on your two vehicles? Well, for our car insurance and our put home, it all together in homeowners, yeah. I think it's two fifty, two hundred and fifty dollars a month to insure two vehicles that are what at least a twenty fifteen or newer. Uh, the one is a twenty ten actually, and then yeah, the okay. Buick is a twenty fifteen. Okay, and and a massive fucking house. You are insured for $250 on full coverage on everything. I have fucking liability coverage on two vehicles, and I pay $150. Are you serious? I'm fucking serious. What? Before this, we, um, we just got our rate lowered from $250 about six months ago. And if we want to increase to full coverage, they want... $500 a month from us. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. This is how fucked this fucking country is. How am I ever going to have a better life if I can't stop being punished for the shit I did when I was 22? Well, and that's exactly it. It's like there's got to be some... There has to be some type of... How do you want to say it? I don't even know how I want to say it. There's got to be some kind of way to be like, all right, we get it. You were this young, you know, this old when you did that. We'll we'll take that into consideration, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. But there's not. It's well, just like they see that fucking credit score and they're like, uh-oh. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, Mike and I have both filed for bankruptcy because he made a lot of really bad choices when he was younger and he has a divorce and I'm not going to get into all that. But twinners. But right now, I have $45,000 in student loan debt that I can't afford Mm -hmm. to pay back and I don't have a degree to show for Mm -hmm. it. He has right around the same amount. He's actually just signed up to go back to school. Like today. Oh, okay. Actually, Um, I'm signing up because so. Because the fucking student loans, they're they're calling now because they want their money. I'm like, what do you want me to do? I don't have any money to give you because they won't let me fucking finish going to school because I'm not fucking smart enough. Mm. It's just this whole the whole system is completely fucked up, you guys. Yeah, it's fucked up. We could go on and on and on about this forever. (sighs) Yeah, we could. Which also brings me to. Our next topic. Okay, what was our first topic is, though? Was it just like celebrity Naya. deaths? <laughs> it was Naya, yeah. Okay, but that was like the point I wanted. I just, yeah, I made all the points I wanted to make. With, with yeah, that. you did. Um, the next topic 
which I think we segued into pretty fucking well, is the U.S. minimum wage crisis. Yeah. So I want to give a quick history on the minimum wage in the United States. Okay. And I, this is this is a big topic. The da, 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 da. Yeah. So there's just if you don't live in the U.S., which I mean, I feel like you probably don't have to live in the U.S. to know this. Um, right. We don't get paid worth a shit over here. I Fuck think no. And I'll I will um verify this in a little bit, but I think the federal minimum wage is only like seven something an hour. Yeah, I can't. I can't even remember now. You want me to Google? I think it's really it's. I'll have it here in a minute. But uh, so history wise, the minimum wage has been around in Europe since like 1831 ish. Mm-hmm. And that was because workers in France went on strike and they demanded that there was a minimum wage um, that met the cost of living, basically. Okay. Um, in 1894, New Zealand enacted the Industrial Consolation and Arbitration Act, which was, made them the first nation in the world um, to set a minimum wage for workers. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. So, and then in 1912, Massachusetts enacted its first U.S. minimum wage. So, uh, let's see. Other states followed... 1923, in a case called Atkins versus Children Hospital of D.C., the U.S. Supreme Court rules that imposing a minimum wage violates employers' and workers' liberty of contract right under the Fifth Amendment. Mm-hmm. That invalidates states' minimum wage laws and limits them to offering advice to employers who can set their own standards. Okay. So, like, they had it, and then they didn't have it. Um, 1933, Franklin Roosevelt... Uh, he did it he where does it eager to improve the lot of workers suffering in the great depression he convinced mm-hmm. congress to enact the national industrial recovery act so the nira suspended antitrust restrictions and allowed industries to enforce their own fair trade codes and which ended up raising wages mhm uh, the first Industry to enact a code is the cotton industry, which set a minimum weekly wage of $13 in the northern states and $12 in the southern states. So it it started around there. It started mm-hmm. to pick up speed. Um, and things just kind of, you know, grew. But basically, the minimum wage, and this is a, a debate that a lot of people are having that... There's some people on one side that say that the minimum wage isn't supposed to be enough to survive on. Uh-huh. Which I don't understand how you can think that. I just don't. You, I don't, yeah. I don't what, get it. What, what baffles <laughs> me, what baffles me with all that, you know, with just the way that the United States is, is like, you know, a house here can go for like 150,000 and then the same house in California is like a million. Yeah. You know, and the cost of living difference is just that's what's astronomically absurd to me. And then like you said, people just you know, I mean, I get it, they get paid a little more in those states and stuff, but still. Still. Yeah, they still struggle. Like, 
Yeah, like, dude, like, why, why, why is there, is it not the same just across the board? That's what I don't get. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think that it, the, the way that property is priced is just stupid. I think mm-hmm. that the, the, the vast differences in pricing is insane. Um, but honestly, the minimum wage was, it, the whole point of it is to make sure that everybody can survive. And it's complicated, and it's it's a lot of just you gotta it, it's complicated. It's just you gotta factor in so many different things because, like you said, it, it varies so much from state to state. Mm-hmm. Um, the actual cost of living, but I mean, the minimum, the federal minimum wage is like seven something. Oh, I have it pulled up here. Let me see. Yeah, the current federal minimum wage is seven dollars and twenty five cents, and that has been that has been since two thousand nine. So over ten years, that's the federal minimum wage. Yeah, wow. <clears throat> now our state's minimum wage is, I think, like ten something, which still you you <laughs> you can't you can't you fucking can't live on you cannot no. <laughs> My husband makes $23 an hour, and we can barely fucking survive on that. I have to work. Well, I mean, I and make... We don't pay just, any debts other than the car. I make I make just over 20 and then Ryan is um, salary, but I mean, once you figure in, you know, bonuses, profit sharing, yada, 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 he's probably close to 75 a year. So mm-hmm. he makes about 75 a year, and then I probably make probably like 42 or something like that. Yeah, so you guys so, are comfortable, but well, you guys also have a lot of experience. Well, we're we're I wouldn't even say we're comfortable. We're okay. The problem is is, you know, my mortgage is almost $2,000 a month. You know. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, you also have a lot of kids. Well, that's so. well, and that's it. We went from yeah. like an 1800 square foot home to a 3000 square foot home because we needed it and we really didn't have a choice. And, right. you know, um like you said, stuff with cars that come up. So, you know, our car payment doubled because we traded in our one car because I'm pretty sure the transmission was going. And, you know, uh-huh. I'm horrible <laughs> with money and I like to buy things. So, I mean, it, but the, I mean, I, and I do have school. The point, too, though, I think, what? The point, though, is that you are, you make enough money to pay for the basics. Mm hmm. And the vast majority of the country doesn't even make enough money to pay the basics. Like, right. If Food, it came down to it and you had, right. If it came down to it and you couldn't work anymore, Ryan could support you on his mm-hmm. income. It would be tight because you, your bills are so high. But, like, if I couldn't work, Mike would be fucked. Right. Completely fucked. Absolutely fucked. He would not be able to, he, he wouldn't. There's no way. He would not be able to survive. So, yeah. I, so this is a. There's a lot of people that are calling for universal basic income, and okay. at first I was like on the no side of that. Uh huh. But now I'm kind of leaning on the yes side. Do you know what the universal basic? No, income I. Is? This is the first time I've even heard of it. Okay, well, so it's basically. It's like a minimum wage, except, like, 
the government just deposits money into your bank account every month. So let's say that in your area, you have to make at least $3,000 a month to survive, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a, a formulation of some sort that they do to calculate, you know, this is how much money you make while you're working. This is how much you should be making in order to live comfortable and have your bills paid. And then they figure out how much they'll send you to help bridge that gap, basically. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Okay. Or it could just be, it could also just be, you know, we send every citizen in the United States gets $500 a month, period. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not going to calculate it based on anything. That's just how much you get. So it helps it to just stimulate the economy, give people a little bit more to work with. Right. You know, like in my case, $500 a month would be amazing just to, you know, put into savings or get car stuff fixed, you know, like. Right. Well, $500 and, uh, a month for a lot of people could change lives. Well, lot. that's that's, you know, the big debate in Congress and stuff right now is another stimulus package and they're talking about the unemployment right. benefits and they're like you're giving people this extra money and it's there's no incentive to go back to work. It's like, well, yeah, there's an incentive because it, they only yeah. have so many weeks still. So it doesn't matter. You know, they might expand it because of this. But, I mean, there's legitimately people who have not just been laid off, but, like, lost their jobs completely. And there's so many places not hiring. It's not as easy to go out and get a job to replace wages from a job that you lost. If your company, if you were making, let's say you were working for a small business and you were bringing in, like, 50 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it was a small business. It was doing really well. However, you found out, which this is the case in a lot of situations, you found out that your company that you worked for wasn't doing as well as you thought they were, and they were really just getting by. They were just mm-hmm. paying the bills and paying their employees, and the owners weren't really rack, like raking in the cash like you had assumed. And they ended up closing down because of this, because a lot of those small business loans that people applied for, they never got them. They all went to the fucking corporations. Look it up. It's true. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's fucking bad. So all these little businesses that were, quote unquote, doing well closed down. So now all the people who've been working for these companies for 20, 30, 40 years with these big salaries, right. quote unquote, big salaries, they don't have a job anymore. And so for you to say, go get a job, it's not that fucking easy. No, I hate Going that. to a when gas somebody- station, they're like, oh, everybody's hiring. Restaurants are hiring. Gas stations are hiring. McDonald's is hiring. So you're telling me that this person who was making $25 an hour should just go work for McDonald's and they should just be satisfied with that? Right. They should be able to pay their bills. They had a lifestyle for 40, 30, 20 years. They had a lifestyle. They have a house. They have cars. They have kids to take care of. And you're saying go work at McDonald's? Right. They're going to lose everything, and they didn't do anything to deserve it. And that's where the problem is, is all these people that are like, oh, people on unemployment are making more than people that are in the the healthcare industry. First of all, they're fucking not. They're not making more. No, they're making what they need to be making to survive. And unemployment initially was designed for people who got fired from Uh their job. They did something wrong. So that's why somebody who brings in 
$800 a week is only bringing in $300 a week on unemployment because it's not something that's supposed to sustain right. employment. You're not supposed to just be able to live off of unemployment. So it's generally set up to have the incentive built in to get back to work because you need to. You're not going to survive on unemployment. So yeah, what people are forgetting is that the people that are on unemployment now they are, they weren't fired. They don't deserve this. No. They don't deserve to lose their jobs and their lives and, and everything that they've worked for. Listen, my my best friend worked, uh, did um, some like financial stuff for, he's worked in the hotel industry his whole life. So he has a degree in yeah. hospitality management, you know, blah, 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 blah. He literally got this job last year because they moved back up from Florida to Michigan. And okay. he was doing great. Everything's fine. And then, of course, of course, Corona hits. Uh, he was furloughed and he's not getting his job back. So he was making probably mm, close to 80 grand a year. He's now working at Meyer as a cashier. Is he really? Yeah, because he had to do that's, something. That's, he doesn't deserve that. No. He no. doesn't deserve it. And for all of you people that are sitting there saying, oh, end the unemployment and get these people back to work, there are no jobs to fucking go back to. It's not as simple as just going out and finding a new job to replace the job that you lost. These people, me included, we didn't deserve to be removed from our jobs. My job, thankfully, hasn't closed. They're not, they're still running, but... There's no work to do. Yeah. So in a week here, when my unemployment runs out, I don't fucking know what I'm going to do, you guys. Mm-hmm. I've got yeah. two kids. I, I have a kid with asthma that I'm not sending to a daycare. Number one. Number two, I can't even fucking afford a daycare. Yeah. Number three, there are no government assistant programs in my tax bracket that allows me to get government assistance to send my kids to fucking childcare. Yeah. The, the, there's not there there's no way how why would first of all, why am I going to work to just work for money to pay for daycare? Right. I mean, why? What the I'm fuck sense does that make? Makes zero fucking sense daycare literally is, none and i get it because those people are they're, they're trying to make their livelihood too but i'm not gonna work to just get a paycheck for you to watch my kids i'll just sit at home i mean daycare uh, is for a certain type of people yes and it's not me and we are not them <laughs> no you know i i lucked out because my aunt um you know she volunteered when Sydney was a couple months old to watch and she's like I'll just charge you a dollar an hour and it was a dollar an hour per kid you know (laughs) if I were to look at somewhere else I couldn't I I was like there's no way no No, way it's impossible we got lucky when Oliver was really little and we found a daycare that was a hundred dollars a week and she was amazing it was she did it out of her home and she was seriously the best person that I could find, but it just didn't work. It's still a hundred dollars. That's four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's I just insane. did the I just did the math. In the state of Michigan, um, minimum wage is like ten dollars and what did I put in here? I estimated it. We'll do ten dollars and fifty cents mm-hmm. an hour. Let's say somebody works forty hours a week. Four hundred twenty hours a week, or four hundred twenty dollars a week times four weeks is six hundred sixteen. Sixteen eighty a month. 
I lost okay. my train of thought while I was in the middle of saying that. But that's all number. right. Sixteen <laughs> eighty a month. Okay, remember that. Uh-huh. Now, the average cost of daycare mm-hmm. is four hundred dollars a week. Jeez, <laughs> a week. <laughs> that's sixteen hundred dollars a month. So I, I got me eighty dollars to pay for everything. That sixteen eighty is before taxes. You're in the fucking yeah. hole, dude. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you are in the fucking hole. You ain't got nothing, but you got somebody to watch your goddamn kids. How's that feel? You feel good about it? Well, right. How's that? The fuck is wrong with you, people? Seriously, it's if so you think that insane. unemployment needs to end because people are sponging off the system, I implore you, honestly, do some fucking research. Yeah. This Man. isn't this is this isn't an easy way out. And not everybody has rich family to fall back on either. I have no family in this area to watch my kids. If I lived back home, my mom would watch my kids every fucking day. Guaranteed. Right. But but right. we don't. And I'm sorry. I'm not gonna pack my fucking life up because you say, Oh, well, why don't you just move home? It's not that fucking easy, dude. Yeah. It's not that easy to just quit your job, pack your whole fucking no, life exactly. up and move. Yeah. It's not that easy. I'm grateful that my kids, my mom has my kids for a week right now. That's all I'm going to get this year is a week of no yeah. kids because I don't even know if I'm sending my kids back to school yet. Yeah, I have well, no idea what I'm going to do. Right. And that's my dilemma month. too. That's my dilemma too. And it's like, of course, we're still all playing this waiting game to find out, you know, and the schools can go ahead and send out their proposals for what they think sh- they should do. But the fact of the matter is, is this crisis is still ongoing bad. And so who's right. even say that that's even going to be allowed at all? I, I mean, I want my two daughters, Lola and Sydney, I would love to have them in the classroom because they ADHD it's hard for them to be home it's fucking hard yeah realistically I I don't want to risk because I don't know what other families are doing that they're going to be around or who they've been around with or where they go and especially or what is the school's policy going to be are they going to allow medical notes to say that kids don't have to wear masks that's something we're going to talk about so I don't want to get too deep into it now but I'm not sure because I mean Like, I know that I have the option at both the schools that my kids are at to do completely virtual. And I'm leaning leaning more towards that because um, now that they've had time to actually work on a plan for this stuff, you know, Sydney, who's going to be in eighth grade, um, you know, she will have a mentor that will help Mm -hmm. her to make, you know, to make sure her work's getting it done on time and this and this and this. So that will help me immensely. And, you know, Nolan, with his shitty lungs like mine, there's no way I want him to be in school. You can't send him to school. Absolutely not. No. So, (sighs) and my dilemma is my job, I do strictly work from home. Mm -hmm. But I have a job where I can't, multitask it's not that i don't want to and it's not that i i am incapable of multitasking as a person i cannot multitask while i'm working it is not possible no so i have to worry about zoom meetings and shit you can't do it right and i've got kids aged four and almost seven that i'm supposed to be homeschooling and taking care of i can't leave my four-year-old on his own oh hello it's not safe but (laughs) hello people I right. I also don't know if I'm comfortable sending either of them to school because Michael has asthma. So mm-hmm. I, the 
I might have to send them to school because it's really going to depend on what the government is going to do so that I can stay home and take care of them and homeschool them. If I if I'm not getting money from the government to be home and keep my kids safe, then I don't have any other choice right. than to send them to school. And it sucks too because uh uh, you want your kids to um, go to school because they're really missing out on a ton of social, oh, yeah. you know, aspects and cues and learning that way and growing, you know, socially with kids. And I mean, sports and yada, yada, yada and all that shit. Like I messaged our rocket football team here because it, Nolan is actually in, you know, going to be in third grade and he can go, he can do rocket football right now. Uh But no one's emailed me back to let me know if there's going to be a season. But, you know, the Michigan Sports Association or whatever in Lansing said, yeah, as of right now. But, you know, all that could be delayed. And it's like, God, all this up in the air shit. Just tell me something. I just signed the boys up for T-ball. It's a really short season and masks are required and we're required to bring our own equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll see how that goes. But I have a credit with National Football. What? Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm almost nervous to send them, not just, not for getting sick, because I feel like being outside and baseball is a pretty, you're pretty far apart from everybody. Well, that's not Um, a contact sport. Right. But I'm almost nervous to let them do it because I don't want them to get used to being around their friends again. Uh, To have to yank them right back. Yeah. yeah, And just take it right back away from them. Yeah. They're at this point right now where they are comfortable. So. Right. Well, and a lot. No one's played. Um, the NFL has like their national flag football league and Nolan's uh-huh. played that for the last couple of years. And, you know, I had signed them up for spring, but obviously they couldn't do it. And so they credited my account and I got an email that, Hey, we're registering, you know, for this and this, and it'll be a regular season, which is like seven or eight weeks on Sundays, you know, whatever. And I'm uh-huh. like, man, I want to sign them up for that too. But like I said, I need to know about rocket football. But then again, I'm like, I don't I don't know what to do. Help me. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Bottom line is, if you think that the majority of people that are on unemployment right now are just sponging off the system, I really need you to go fuck yourself. Like, honestly. Mm -hmm. Take a stick and just shove it as far up your fucking ass as you can take it because you're a dick. That's not what's happening right now. Is not what's fucking happening and right that's now. We not are to, struggling. That's not to say that some people don't take advantage because we, but we all oh, know yeah. that. But just because some people do, it's just, it's the same thing with the cops. Not all cops are bad. Not all cops are bad, <laughs> but a lot of them are. And I know quite a few people that have been fucking the system during this yes! whole thing. Yep. It's. I want to call them out on it, but at the same time, I'm just going to keep my mouth shut because you know what? We've all struggled to the point where we fucking deserve it. You all, we fucking. I'm, this is my. This is my fucking money. Yeah. To sit there and say that the government is giving me their money because they're being nice to me. Go, no, fuck yourself again. That's my fucking money. Where do you fuck do you think they get the money from? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I did see you know that talks supposedly went okay for the new stimulus thing and they and included our another yeah. round of the $1200 payments so i'm uh, i'm going to just keep my fingers crossed on that cuz i should use that <laughs> trump did say that he is guaranteeing there will be another stimulus package for the people like he has been yeah. very very upfront about that and i hate the fucker i honestly would not cry yeah. if he was strangled to death whatever you know i'm not going to do it fbi cia yeah don't 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 come after me i said service. that 
I said that I won't be sad if he dies. Yes. I'm not going to do it. So, just want to say that. That's fucking right. that. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to our next topic. I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> so before we move on to our next segment, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. We're back. Hello. I forgot that we were on a break. <laughs> we came back. We came back. Everybody's back now. We're really bad at this. We'll get better. <laughs> I wonder if there's... Hey guys, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my secret weapon in the podcasting world. That's Anchor. It took years for me to make this podcast. Between finding a co-host that I loved and building the confidence I needed, getting started was rough. And when I was finally ready, I needed a place to host my episodes. Enter Anchor. Anchor is a great free platform and it contains a ton of creation tools that you can use from your computer or your phone. They even distribute my podcast for me, which is why you can easily find this show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and so many more. And did you know that you can make money from your podcast with absolutely no minimum listenership? Yeah, that's right. No minimum listenership. Anchor has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Somebody out there in the future, in the future that's come back to listen to this episode because they like love us so much in the future and they're coming back now. And they're like, I'm going to listen to all their old shit. And then we're like, we're oh, going to be vintage. We're going to be vintage. <laughs> like a fine like wine, a fine baby. wine. <laughs> oh, my God. That's oh, fucking shit. sad. Oh, I love alcohol. Okay. It makes me so happy. <laughs> Actually, so, it's a depressant. Stay away. That's fine. Okay. God, let me enjoy something. You're enjoying olives and cheese. Shut up. <laughs> and and an energy drink in my fancy yeah. cup. Oh, God. Sweet baby Jesus. Mm. It's sugar-free. Don't worry. Oh, okay. It's just going to make it's just gonna make me feel weird. Okay. <laughs> so my last topic I wanted to uh, hopefully briefly discuss, we will see, is did you hear, and I think you did, I think you brought it up, about the simulated universe? Oh, we've talked about, well, because we talked about the Matrix. We, we briefly did, yes. Yes. So, uh, let's see. Let's open this up. This is this an was article in our, from... This was in our conspiracy theories. Yeah, you brought it up last week in our conspiracy yep. theories. Yep. So, this is from uh, an article posted on CuriousMost.com, and it was posted on my birthday this year. Oh, my God. Oh. It's called, Our Universe Isn't Real. Scientists Say Ghosts Could Be a Sign of a Simulated Universe. So let's see. This doesn't have an author. It's just from CuriousMost.com. Okay. All right. This is what it says. What if everything around you isn't real? Imagine for a second that the planet we live on, the solar system, our galaxy, and eventually the entire universe we see as infinite is actually no more than a simulation. According to a new theory by computer scientists, our universe may actually be simulated and what we perceive as ghosts could be small pieces of evidence that suggest the universe we live in is simulated. This article repeats itself a lot. Mm-hmm. It's called the simulation theory, and it proposes that we are no more than avatars in a universe that is, that is entirely simulated. According to computer scientist Curry Ginn, G-U-I-N-N, 
Gwen. From the University of North Carolina at Wilmington, our world may not be real. Although Gin's, Gwen's, I'm going with Gwen. Gwen's idea (laughs) is speculative. He argues that reports of phenomena such as ghosts, deja vu, and strange coincidences could actually be glitches in the Matrix. Dude, deja vu fucks me up. Deja vu fucks me up too, but I see. Oh. I have an expl. I have a different explanation for it. Okay. I I don't believe in God, but I believe that we have like another plane that we live on, like mm-hmm. a, a spiritual plane, mm-hmm. and that we create uh, this idea of what we want our lives to be on Earth. And we mm-hmm. set out like a blueprint of how we want things to go, and then we have our spirit guides, who are the ones who are supposed to keep us on track for the blueprint that we've made for ourselves. And I, part of me believes this, part of me doesn't, but I think that deja vu is a sign from your spirit guide saying, you know, this is what you're supposed to be doing. You're on the right path presently. But sometimes it makes sense, sometimes it doesn't. It really depends on, like, when you have your deja vu, I guess. I don't know. Uh, These glitches could prove to be the ultimate piece of evidence that mankind isn't part of the universe that's real, but actually a kind of science experiment where everything is simulated. In other words, imagine mankind as being part of a game like The Sims, only at a much larger scale. Which, you know, when I think about this, have you ever had those moments where you're like laying in bed and you really have to pee, Uh but you don't want to get up and pee? Uh Uh-huh. Like, you just can't bring yourself to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, you're just laying there basically suffering. Yeah. But you're either, like, so comfortable or just you just don't want to get up and you, like, physically can't. Mm-hmm. Those are the moments where I'm like, why am I not getting up and going pee? Like, is there somebody controlling me right now? Is somebody away from their keyboard? Yeah. Somebody <laughs> think that this is fucking funny watching, waiting for me to piss myself, you know? <laughs> I have those moments all the time or like those moments when like my house is so trash that I and I just don't clean it. Is is it because my con- like the player just doesn't think that it's important to do and they want me to do this? Like is this? A- well, I'm telling you what, I mean, I have the moments where like I'll be doing something and I'll be like, I'll just think and I'll be like, oh, well, this is going to happen or this is what's not going to happen. And then that happens. Like, yeah, I'm like, what in the fuck yeah. just happen (laughs) yeah seriously like you know or that type of thing where you're singing a song in your head and literally it's the next one on the radio and right or like when i think of when i just when i think of a song and i'm like oh i really want to hear that song and that's what fucking like i'll get in my car and turn it on and it'll be on and i'm like (gasps) yep yep (laughs) same thing yeah it weirds me the fuck out man yeah so this article basically just keeps repeating itself but here are 15 irrefutable facts that we are living in a simulation okay number one is the mandala effect i'm sorry i said that wrong the mandela effect i always say mandala because i color mandalas (laughs) (laughs) some people claim to remember by the way this is from vulture.com some people claim to remember tv coverage of nelson mandela's death in the 1980s even though he actually died in 2013 the mandala effect is therefore supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past or alternately, this evidence is a parallel. This is evidence of a parallel universe, and some individuals have crossed from one universe in which Mandela died in the eighties into ours, where he lived to age ninety-five. I just got fucking chills reading yeah, that. That's crazy. By the way, I haven't read 
I haven't read any of this. Okay. I just saved this because okay. I wanted to read okay. it. Additional examples of this phenomenon include some remembering the name of the Berenstein Bears children book series as being spelled as B-E-R-E-N-T-S-T-E-I-N and others recalling it being spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N. But it supposedly it didn't exist. But I remember it being spelled with the T-S-T-E-N, not the A-I-N. Yeah. 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 And others recalling a non-existent movie from the 1990s called Shazam, starring the comedian Sinbad as a genie. I fucking remember that movie. It existed. I don't care who the fuck you are. It was a goddamn movie, and I will fight you. Shazam was a movie. That was a fucking movie. There are so many people that remember seeing that movie for it to not be real. Yeah. Like, no. how how are there so many people that have seen that movie and it doesn't exist? Yeah, no. How? I, I, I remember. Um, number two, missing aliens. We've spent billions sp- sending probes through outer space and should probably have found evidence of extraterrestrials by now, right? Not so fast. Okay. Aliens would likely be far more technologically advanced than we are, the thinking goes. So that fact, so the fact that we haven't located them suggests we live in a simulation they've figured out how to escape from. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Or maybe the computer we're in only has enough RAM to simulate one planetary planetary civilization at a time. That. number yeah. three electrons that can't make up their minds in physics famous double split experiment electrons are fired at a photosensitive screen through slits in a copper plate usually producing an interference pattern that indicates wave-like behavior but when the same experiment is conducted under observation electrons behave like particles not waves and there's no interference pattern some have taken this to mean our simulation is conserving its resources and rendering certain things only when it knows we're looking at them weird what weird number four it's fucking creepy the first one gave me fucking chills though (laughs) Number four, DNA that contains a computer virus. In 2017, a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. What? Shut the fuck up. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack, but they may have also inadvertently revealed that what we perceive to be biological reality was in fact computer coding. That gave me fucking chills too. Yeah, that's wow. <laughs> number some five. Black Mirror shit again. Black Mirror. Uh-huh. Climate change. How convenient. Our civilization mm. is just coincidentally set on the cusp of environmental chaos, suggesting we could be an ancestor simulation created in hopes that we'd show our creators how to solve an energy crisis. This theory overlaps slightly with the aliens as simulation quitters theory above. If we found an innovative solution to climate crisis, extraterrestrial beings might be able to return to the crib, return to crib the results. So they might be able to come and like take our findings. Right. Number six, video games that look like real life. Elon Musk is a believer in Nick Bostrom's simulation hypothesis, which points 
which which posits that if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality, it will create many such simulations, and therefore there will be lots of simulated realities in only one base reality. So, statistically, it's probably more likely we live in a simulation right now. Further proof that we live in the Matrix, according to Musk, is how cool video games are these days. In 2016, he explained, 40 years ago, we had Pong, two two rectangles and a dot. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic 3D with millions playing simultaneously. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality, even if that rate of advancement drops by a thousand from what it is now. It's given It's a given that we're clearly on a trajectory that we're going to have games that are indistinguishable from reality. It would seem to follow that the odds that the odds that we're in base reality is one in billions. Okay, well, that that whole little thing, just talking about that, like I literally said, Black Mirror, you've seen Black Mirror. Yes. No. Uh huh. Yep. So the one where you can be in a simulated wherever you want to go yes. kind of thing. But not only yep. that, uh, have you seen Ready Player One? Mm-mm. It's, I've heard of it, though. Uh, yeah, it's it's actually really good. But, I mean, it's the same. Like, they go can go into this thing called the Oasis. And you literally put on a suit and the goggles and you go and you have an avatar of yourself. But things that happen to you, you can feel. And, you know, yeah. like... All that kind of, it's insane. So, and it's like, I mean. And, it's, and what it's saying is, like, when you shut that computer, when you shut that game off, the concept behind this is that those things are still going yeah, inside yeah. the computer. That's Kind of like Wreck-It imagine, Ralph. Imagine <laughs> that some people, what'd you say? Wreck-It Ralph. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> imagine see. that some people that you know are actually the ones that are being controlled and that, like, you just are just part of the simulation. Yeah. You are not being played by anybody, but there's other people that you, quote, unquote, know yeah. that are. That's so weird. Which would explain their weird fucking erratic behavior. Right. That's weird. Like your friend who just decides to disappear from your life out of absolutely nowhere. Yeah, I've had that happen. That shit, like, that shit fucks you up. Like, yeah. But when you think about it that way, that the player just decided that they were yeah. done with that storyline. Yeah. Or, Mind or... fuck. I, it is. N- ah, number like eight. <laughs> Quarks with computer code. Seemingly not crazy theoretical physics. Physicist James Gates claims he has identified what appears to be actual computer code embedded in the equations of string theory that describe the fundamental particles of our universe. Huh. Hear that again. Computer code inside of string theory. Yeah. Uh, He says he found error-correcting codes. They're what make web browsers work. So why were they in the equation I was studying about quarks and electrons and super supersymmetry? Yeah. Good question. Number nine. Why does our universe have rules in the first place? MIT cosmologist Max Tegmark has pointed out has pointed to our universe's strict laws of physics as possible evidence that we live in a video game. If I were a character in a computer game, I would also discover eventually that the rules seemed completely rigid and mathematical. In this theory, the speed of light, the fastest rate at which any particle can travel, represents the speed limit for transmitting information within the network of our simulation. Mm. 
fuck. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Number 10. It's not actually possible to prove we're not living in a simulation. Right. It may be easier to prove that we're living in a simulation than to prove we're not. Nuclear physicist Zohre Davudi believes that cosmic rays, the most energetic particles known to man, would appear as pixel-like chunks if we are within a simulation and unending beams if we're in base reality. Meanwhile, NYU philosopher David Chalmers doubts it's possible to prove that we don't live in the matrix. Quote, you're not going to get proof that we're not in a simulation because any evidence that we that we get could be simulated. Yeah, that just fucks your mind over so over and over. <laughs> I'm giving I'm going to give all y'all a fucking existential crisis by the end of this episode. Right? Good god. Number number 11. The Goldilocks zone. Earth exists within what astrobiologists call a Goldilocks zone, close enough to a star that greenhouse gases can trap heat to keep liquid water, but far enough away that the planet does not become a Venusian hothouse. That we live in such an orbital sweet spot is circumstantial evidence for a simulation. If our sim designers wanted us to to succeed, it makes sense that they'd place us in such a cushy environment. Very true. It is kind of weird that we really are the only planet in our yeah. solar system that That's is capable like in the of sweet sustaining spot. life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Number that 12. It makes more sense than ghosts. Paranormal events are not hauntings or alien encounters, but glitches in the simulation. This theory is the one most explored on Reddit forums like, are we living in a simulation and glitch in the, ma- in the matrix? Where users users explore big ideas in philosophy. Philosophy. God damn, Chelsea, get your fucking mouth together. <laughs> Words again. Where you. <laughs> where users explore big ideas in philosophy, funneled into the details of the odd or the occult. A storefront exists in a town one day, and then it doesn't. Explanations include a slip between parallel timelines or a pop-up. A car passenger sees the word render in the sky as if entering a new part of a video game. Elevators are frequent setting for glitch stories. The jump between floors seems to encourage a slip within dimensions. Like, Mm. I'll upload some of these images to our Instagram so that you guys can take a peek. But there's some interesting images here of, like, two cars parked side by side with the exact the exact same car and the exact same license plate weird. except for one letter is different oh that's weird two that's kids really weird. running next to I mean, they may not be kids they might be adults two people running next to each other in the exact same outfit holding their bodies in the exact same way and they are literally identical people that's skin crazy. tone, hair, haircut, hair color, ev- they are identical. Wow. Um this image of a of three women sitting on a train or a bus. Uh there's a woman with a purple blouse, white hair, she's older, glasses on top of her head and she's bent bent over a little bit. Uh looks like she's doing a crossword puzzle uh-huh. on a newspaper. The woman next to her, red hair, light colored blouse just kind of sitting there with her bags on her lap. Two seats down, the same exact fucking woman sitting next to her is sitting. <laughs> That's so what the crazy. fuck? And then yeah. this picture of two benches 
two benches that are placed one behind the other with a garbage can next to it. No path leading to the bench behind, but there's like a slab of concrete under it. It's like the same exact bench, but just like a couple feet behind it. Just I'll I'll upload I'll upload some of these to the Instagram so you guys can see it. But that's what they're talking about in in that number uh, number twelve that you know like and then there's stories of people who like get on an elevator and then they get off and they end up being somewhere that they weren't. Yeah, you know, or like um, you know, when you see things that you you turn around and you look and they're just gone. Yeah, you know, you see something weird and you're like, what was that? And then it's just not there. That's what they're talking about. Number 13, we already know what the bricks of our matrix are. According to simulation believers, we may have already found the pixel-sized building block of the universe, the plank plank length, the point at which our concepts of gravity and space-time no longer apply. If our world is simulated, the plank length would be equivalent to one bit of information or a pixel. I don't understand that one very much, but Eh. there's a link. And if you want to look that up, it's spelled P-L-A-N-C-K hyphen length. Okay. So if you want to look into that a little bit more, that's what that is. Um, Number 14, we're already good at making simulations and we're getting even better, which kind of goes back to that same, you know, we're going to keep creating our own. In 2014, the Harvard Smithsonian Center for Astrophysics connected 8,000 computers to create a 350 million light year simulation of our universe and digitally aged it over 13 billion years that the sims video game franchise has sold over 125 million copies if you didn't understand the sentence that i just fucking said i said that the sims video game has sold (laughs) over 125 million copies i don't know why they worded it in that way um They sold that many in its first decade shows that we are interested in playing with simulations, too. If and when a future version of humanity finds themselves with the ability to create more realistic simulations, it wouldn't be a surprise if they opted to use it. Hmm. The Sims. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And now for the last one. Number 15. Yanni versus Laurel. Uh Oh, Do you know what that is? Yep, yep, yep. You have to listen to the sound. Mm -hmm. Remember in 2015 when the world flipped out because we all looked at the same photo and some of us saw a blue dress while others saw a gold dress? Or the Yanni Laurel fiasco of 2018? There was also the less explosive blue-gold-white flip-flop debate in 2016. Say what you will about pitch and volume and color saturation. These controversies made one thing clear. Each of us lives in our own world. No, really. What we perceive as reality is, in fact, partly a simulation created by our brains using our past experiences to help us process the fragments of data that we're receiving. To put it another way, there is no spoon. You need to pull up the sound clip so we can listen to it and say what we hear. And while I'm pulling it up, if anybody was just listening and you heard those weird growling noises while I was talking, that was not a demon from the bowels of hell. That was my body's version of burping. (laughs) I heard it. (laughs) It just happens while I'm talking and it will continue to happen for the rest of my life. I don't burp. Like it, if I burp, it is literally like... Uh, we celebrate because it's it's amazing. I I, I am I am fast. Every time I burp, I'm fascinated by the way it tastes. 
<laughs> oh my god you are like it hilarious. blows my mind that my burps taste like the food i just ate. yeah oh my god <laughs> so yeah it wasn't a demon it was just it was just my weird yeah it just happened again my weird burp <laughs> so if you heard it i apologize Sorry. for being such a fucking weirdo <laughs> happening again god it literally sounds like a growl coming out of my body oh i heard the big one earlier (laughs) yeah right in the and it's not like i don't you know when you when normal people burp you have to stop talking so that the burp can escape your mouth Uh uh-huh mine just is like a growl in my throat that happens completely separate from my vocal cords (laughs) it's like yeah and i I have no control over when it will come out it just comes out (laughs) oh my god it's its own separate entity let's try this one this is yanni laurel and aurora or elily let's listen Oh, that's helpful. What was what? Listen. Do you hear it at the end? Yeah. It's the word. Listen. Okay. What do you hear? What is is it saying? Is it saying a lily, a lily, or aurora to you? A lily. I'm hearing. I hear aurora. Really? It's like aurora. It's more like auroro. Really? Yeah. Let's try this one. Ten hours. Laurel. Laurel. What do you hear in this? Laurel. I hear Yanny. I hear Laurel. Clear as fucking day. Laurel. Clear really? as fucking day. There is no, no that says Laurel. No, I hear Yanny. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I hear Yanny. This just blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yanny. That says Laurel. Yeah, that says Laurel. Yanny. I think you're full of shit. I th- I, you know what? I think it is. I think that there's somebody contacted all you fucking Yanny people and they were like, hey, Every time you hear this, you need to tell everybody that you hear Yanny. That's it says Laurel, but you're going to say that you hear Yanny, okay? That's what hear, happened to you. I legit hear Yanny. Bullshit. Yeah. Bull no. fucking shit. I'm serious. This is Laurel. No, does not. Laurel. 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 Yep, Yanny. No, you're fucking That's, you're full of shit. That is so crazy, though. <laughs> It is crazy because on both we heard different things. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. You know, like this Illili and Aurora. We we both we got wrong. We were both different. We got uh-huh. wrong. I'm, is this fucking alcohol? Oh my god. No, yeah, it was drink. both different and then Yanny and Laurel. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, so crazy. But I am a believer that we do live in some sort of simulation. I wouldn't even if it's like a spiritual simulation or if it's a computer simulation. I would not be surprised. What side do you lean on? I am probably 50 50. So, yeah, I mean, I could see the I could see the possibility that that is legit. So, right. 
Well, let us know what you guys think. I'll post this. Uh, this episode will be posted on our Instagram. I'm going to try to start getting better at, at social media posts. It's as we talked about at the beginning, I am clearly a depressed human and I need to get my shit together because I can't even consistently post on fucking social media. It's okay. We will get through but this. You know, we'll, we'll get through get this through together, it. friend. Wine. Yeah, we'll help. Wine and fun facts. Boop, boop, boop. Yay, fun facts. I'm so excited. Oh, God. Well, so by the you- way, before before Amanda gets started, if you have any fun facts, if you have like a website that you found or just one fun fact or just an interesting thing that you think Amanda should talk about, send it to us. Yeah. You can send us a message on Instagram, on Facebook. Facebook. You can email us at CG- C-I-J-S-Pod. <laughs> at fucking goddamn cijspod at gmail.com. I knew I'd get it eventually. Oh, she got it, y'all. Yeah. So let us know. And the same goes for me if you have interesting things that you want me to talk about, too. But if right. you got some fun facts, send them over to Amanda because she's busier than me, like real life busier than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I have to start out with this one now since we were just talking about, like, you know, living in a different simulated world and stuff. So anyway. Did you know that there were two AI chatbots created by Facebook to talk to each other? Mm-hmm. But they what? were huh? shut. Listen, they were shut down because they started communicating in a language they made for themselves. Oh, <gasps> you have actual fact of this? Like this is actual like proof? Like like yeah. this is a what? <sighs> we'll That's have to do fascinating. More. Isn't that crazy though? That's fascinating. And see, I'm like, I'm not afraid of AI. Oh, I, I am. I mean, ah, the robots do I, are like, I do. I think that it has the potential to take over. Yes. Do I think that humans are smart enough to shut it down before it gets to that point? Yes. You'd like to think so. I'd like to think dumb. so. I would. I. I believe in. I. Be, I. You know what? Just it. It could and it couldn't happen. But it's not something that I am like afraid of. Right. Right. I think that okay. it has its benefits. AI. Oh, wait. Well, yeah, I did want to say, and I don't, I can't tell you where I heard this from. McDonald's is actually working on creating an AI um, order taking system. Oh, that's creepy. I don't like it. You didn't hear it. None of you heard that from me. (laughs) I I am not. Nope. Okay, moving on. Um, Did you know that humans, (laughs) humans are the only animal whose brains shrink? No, I didn't know that we were the only mm-hmm. one that shrunk. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm. Alzheimer's, dementia, all that kind of stuff. But True. even even like chimps and stuff, their brains don't shrink. Really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? It's fascinating. Uh, same thing. Uh, along the same line, human body contains enough fat to make seven bars of soap. That's disgusting. <laughs> Mine probably contains enough fat to make like 72 bars or so. Oh, shut up. Jesus Christ. I don't have any muscle on my body whatsoever. Like I walk around the block and the next day my fucking ankle or my my ankles, my calves hurt. (laughs) Good Lord. (laughs) Did did you know that cutting down a cactus in Arizona could get you 25 years in jail? (gasps) What? Why? Aren't they just like trees out there? Well, because it's considered like a protected tree, kind of, you know, like a redwood huh. kind of thing. Okay. So, well, I thought they were yeah. really common, though. But okay. 
Interesting. Yeah. 25 years, bitch. Don't cut down your cactuses. That's 25 years of your life. You ain't never going to get back. Much like the 45 <laughs> minutes of me watching Monty Python. Yep. Never going to get true. it back. <laughs> it's gone. So, <laughs> Jack Daniel, who we all know, founder of whiskey. <laughs> he died, died after kicking a safe because he broke his toe, which led to an infection, which led to blood poisoning. <laughs> I had heard that before. I had. I had heard that. Yeah. (laughs) Is that crazy? Of all the ways to go, I I, I kicked a fucking safe. I'm dead. I mean, I'm dead. I actually was listening to. uh, I was listening to Wine and Crime before we recorded, and it was their latest gossip at the corpse cart. If you haven't listened to Wine and Crime, you guys go listen to it. They are a fucking hoot. I'll just give away one of their stories. There was a lady in Florida who <laughs> attempted to... I'm sorry for laughing, but it's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> she attempted to pet... Uh, it was a crocodile or an alligator. I can't remember. I can't get my gators correct. That's um, all right. The, she tried to pet one, and it ended up <laughs> ended up eating her. Didn't actually eat her, but it like, pulled her in. And her final... <laughs> Her final words very calmly as she was about to go under were, well, I guess I'm not going to try that again. Oh, my God. That's amazing. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is amazing. She did end up, she did end up dying, um, but she wasn't eaten, thankfully. She ended up, like, you know how uh, alligators kill their prey? They, like, do the death roll, roll. barrel roll. Yep. They uh-huh. did the death roll, and she ended up uh, drowning, actually. Oh. But still, like, I, <laughs> come on, dude. Final First words award why you gotta, goes why to you her. Gotta, why you got to pet a gator? I mean, why are you fucking petting the gators? Don't pet the gators. <sighs> Good Lord. Gonna eat All you. right. Yeah. Did, did you oh, and know they that? did find the alligator, and they did they did euthanize it. But. See, I don't understand that. Like, because why? they're considered pests. There, there's so many of yeah, them in uh, well, Florida. Well, I know. That they're I get considered that. pests. So, I yeah. I get that, but still. But at the same time, he didn't really do anything wrong. He just kind of did what he was instinctually he, known to that's do. That's the thing. That's what I mean. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that Elton John had previously tried killing himself? Yes, by, I did. Yep. By putting him his putting head, his head in, in the oven. oven. Yep. And then his best friend stopped him. I did Speaking not know that. Of- you guys also need to go listen to the podcast um, Imagined Life by Wondery, and I can't give any of it away, but I will let you know that Elton John is one of the episodes there. So basically, if you ever watch, if you ever listen to it, uh-uh. Oh, it's so thought-provoking. It gets your brain really working. It's um, So it's narrated in second person, which is oh, the okay. you person. Yep. So it's narrated in that way, and then you're supposed to figure out who you are. Oh, ooh, that's mm-hmm. fun. It's really cool. I love it. Oh, I like that. But that's how I know that because Elton John was on the show. Was the one oh. of the episodes? Uh huh. That's really cool, though. And huh. really cool. I love it. All right, last <laughs> one that I got. It is illegal to die on the Norwegian island of Svalbard because bodies huh? bodies can't be buried safely due to permafrost. If you are about to die, they fly you back to mainland Norway. What if you just spontaneously die? Do you get sued? I don't know, but it's illegal. I have questions. I, I know. have questions. I need answers. This is Valbard. Yep. Isn't oh, that weird? Man. Yeah. That is really weird. I didn't know you could be prosecuted for deceasing. 
for deceasing. <laughs> That's a good one. I like it. Deceasing. What are you doing? I'm deceasing, bitch. <laughs> I have been deceased. Oh my god. <laughs> I go, oh, guess I'm not gonna do that again. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. Holy shit. I swear if there was an award for final words, she would Oh, that it. would be it. That That's that would it, be right it. there. Oh yeah. No, there's no nothing. Nothing will ever top that. Nope. All right, Yanni. Mm-hmm. Well, that was it. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> he said Yanni, not Laurel. <laughs> well, that's what we've got for you on this episode. I don't know uh-huh. if I'm going to convince Amanda to come back and do another one. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Sayonara, bitches. <laughs>